0: Back by no one's demand but our own, not from our home office in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee. We are in scenic Indianapolis, Indiana. The state of my youth, the state of my birth with Paul Kaharski and incompetent doddering Joe Rexrode, Paul Dottery. God- usually Doddory. a
1: role reserved for the other member of the athletic who's in town.
0: Indeed, Joe Rexrode. Okay, so let's we're, we're going to talk about Titans and combine stuff, and Tannehill's in the news, and Derek. John Robinson said the thing about Derrick Henry. Uh, Paul, perhaps you would like to set the well, scene.
1: This was a fiasco
0: for how we came to be in your hotel.
1: Room. Well, we we spoke in a lovely text chain. They're mostly funny. And uh, I was asked if I could uh, appear after the midday 180 today. And I said uh, I could, but maybe I need an extra hour because I had to transcribe something for the network. Uh, And then the text chain began today. And Joe was on a, a lower level, as befits him. And so uh, when the time came, premium, premium level, yeah, yeah. In an earthquake, he'd be very safe. And the time came, I set an alarm. The time came, I started to go downstairs and then you texted, oh, no, I think I'm at the wrong courtyard. And I said, this is the courtyard. If you're in Indianapolis, this courtyard is known as
0: the courtyard. Any other. Because, courtyard, of course, if Paul Kaharski is going to stay anywhere, it's going to be in the. Well, courtyard. No, this
1: is a complex of hotels. So there's a JW Marriott. And then behind it, there's a courtyard of Spring Hill Suites and Fairfield or whatever. A whole slew, a potpourri of Marriott properties where Marriott people stay. You stay here because you don't have to put on a coat to leave here and get to the convention center and do the things that we do during the combine.
0: But you digress. But
1: Joe likes to put on a coat, apparently. (laughs) So you said, oh, my God, I think I'm in the wrong courtyard. It turned out two of us were in this courtyard, and Joe was a place he claims is 500 feet away, which (laughs) was a lot.
0: And after delaying this podcast a full hour because you had to trek across the frozen north of Indianapolis uh, in a snowy, uh, lovely day outside, which you you would have had us do to come to you. I tried. I mean, I tried doing some bribing here. I will take ownership. He was trying
1: for this. to bribe us with a bag of
2: chips. <laughs> he said, uh, come, "Anything out of the pantry?
1: Come get the Doritos <laughs> out of the mini bar." What's the most expensive thing in the pantry? There's there are bottles. I mean, of wine they've got some really
2: bottles of wine, premium uh, some mixed ice cream, nice, <laughs> ice cream bars. You know, yeah. Look, I agree. I like staying here better too. The courtyard of the Capitol is the older courtyard in town. Uh, the the rate just didn't work out this time. So I so Glennon and I are at the courtyard of the Capitol, which is fine. No, it's not. And and I I feel bad because in the text thread, I did screw it up. I just said courtyard. I should have known. Did you actually go to room 136 in this hotel, Buck? There is no room 136. (laughs) That's how I found out the hell I was in the wrong hotel. There you go. That's too bad. I wish there was a room 136 and you, like, knocked on it and pissed somebody off. And met the woman of your dreams. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Hopefully my girlfriend's not listening. No.
1: Story would be very romantic.
0: Joe Rex Road has fouled this up, but now we are here, we are in Indianapolis and we are having a good time because it's like it's like being in college. This is like road tripping up to Indy. We're
1: lucky I've got two queens, otherwise we'd be jammed onto one king.
0: Uh, <laughs> which would be uh which would be a sight. What a pod. Uh, oh yeah, quite the pod, but Joe Rex Road has bought uh brought beer in a, a in a grocery bag. It would see you. Some. Really should get a cooler. So now, cheers, boys. Got a fridge in my room at the courtyard of the Capitol. <laughs> I've
1: got one too. It's down here. It's furnished. It looks like it's a cabinet.
2: Who <laughs> <laughs> is that? Oak. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So cheers to Joe Rex Road. Yeah, cheers. This cheers is actually pretty good. Sun then, King. Sun King beer in India. Great. Shouts great Sun Cream King beer. A
1: cream cream ale. It's not bad.
0: As somebody who is not a huge beer drinker, I'm I like less and that. less
1: of a beer drinker myself. Quite a lot, as Joe should be. But yeah. I'll let him share his own. Well, tale.
2: no, yeah. When you have a gout attack, you've got to keep gout it limited. You got to switch attack. switch to wine a little bit here and there. <laughs> That's
1: what I said. I said, "What do you ask for low floors?" When I heard he's in 136, oh, yeah, and you the, said, the eleva- and you said elevation bothers the me, <laughs> yeah. bothers the gout, bothers the gout."
0: No, so now we are here. Everybody is Everybody is in the same location. We are doing the podcast. It's and, been really good so far. Yeah, and all is right. listen, we're this, off to a great start. Listen, people it's be better people than, are really into it. It's going be to <laughs> be better than the one with John Glennon. God <laughs> They're all
1: him. better than the ones the with The lowest
0: John rated podcast in the history oh, of the God. 615 session. Are you which, serious? Oh, yeah. We'll, talk, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to uh, that.
2: poor Glennon. We'll
0: get to that later in the pod. No, there's a lot actually going on this week because the Titans are in the midst of a uh, – uh, legitimately complicated off season that we have g- gained some clarity. I wish uh, they
1: were in the midst of it. Actually, they're not even into it yet. That's no, the, that's the problem.
0: Well, and it's going to. Uh, and it, it it seems that we have gained at least a little more clarity, though. In the meantime, John Robinson, Mike Vrabel spoke on Tuesday. John said the thing about Derrick Henry that everybody freaked out about, which is we're going to try and do everything that we can to keep him. And was much less, uh, much less clear on the state of Tannehill, who Ian Rappaport is now reporting as we tape this on Wednesday. They are efforting to try and get a an extension done before the tag window closes on March the twelfth. So with that in mind and having spoken to the people that we need to speak to what did you make uh each of you of john robinson's comments about derrick henry where do you think those two stand
1: well i mean i think clearly he was the identifying person of this offense and of this team this season um i worry about second contracts for running backs i know he doesn't have the typical wear of a running back coming out of four seasons because of DeMarco Murray, because of Dion Lewis, because of the way they approach things, because he wasn't this good for a lot of that first contract, all kinds of circumstances. Uh, he did have what though over 400 touches last year, second contracts for running backs don't generally go well. I would be very wary of, uh, a second contract that wasn't really front loaded, that didn't let you get out of trouble after two years, I, I would lean towards the tag and take my chances on him being irritated by it. He's very much a, a good teammate and a good team guy, and I don't think that he would cause a stir on the on the first one. Maybe if they got to position where they were th- maybe doing it again next if year. If they Kirk-cousined him. Yeah, th- then it would, would be a problem. Um, and I think it'd be hard to find a plug-and-play replacement who could do exactly what he did. Though I still maintain, you know, the guy is is not a legitimate third down back. Uh, dan Lewis isn't going to be on this team next year, I wouldn't expect. They're going to find somebody else who will be on the field on third down. He's not going to be. Derrick Henry most of the time, unless oh, no. it's third and short.
0: And that's their contention, too, that for, for what they show us for as often as they pull him off the field. I mean, they... He's they, not a natural
1: pass catcher.
2: No.
0: He's Go not. ahead. Defend your boy. Well, no. I, well, look, <laughs> I,
2: I, I don't disagree with anything you said, but, you know, it, no matter what has happened with other deals, other running backs, I know that's the trend right now, you have to look at this situation. And, I mean, I'm trying to imagine the Titans, like, what, what if, what if Derrick Henry's not on this team next year? I mean, there's no way that happens, right? I mean, at, at the very least, they are tagging him. That when that's I would be, think what? so. Twelve eight. If it's a tag, is that right about that? Yeah. I 12, think eight? all
0: three of us are comfortable saying Derrick Henry is he should be, be tagged. But
1: let's play the game for a second. If he's not on the team next year, then Taylor's on the team next year, or Swift is on the team next year,
0: or Jonathan very, Taylor and DeAndre Swift. Running so a very capable
1: draft. collegiate running back who's drafted probably at 29 is on the team next year. You're not completely running back centric next year, but don't you think they could have a capable offense with a one of the best college running backs plugged in next year? I don't think it's happening, but let's play the game for a second.
2: It's possible. But I mean, you, they are so built around him and I, it's, it's amazing to think back to that day against new England when they said flew Ellen, yeah. you go ahead, you go out there. This guy just—it just—he doesn't get it right to now. But again, at some point, it's kind of like Tannehill, but a bigger sample size. At some point, you look at it week after week and like that guy just won them two playoff games, right? They they went and they they said here we're just going to ram Derrick Henry down your throat to New England and Baltimore on the and road. whether whether the pat whether the Pats wanted you know that was their plan that's fine they still won Didn't because matter. of Derrick Henry. I just and and then you also take the business side of this into account as well. Who do fans identify? Who's the face of the franchise? How much does that matter? It's about winning more than any of that. No, that matters but a lot. But it does though. I matter. was saying
1: for years and years, this team has nobody that the fans identify with. So it'd be crazy when they finally have somebody that they identify with to move away from him.
0: Which is why without
1: at least having the next guy, you know, another year of AJ Brown, another year of Tannehill, if, if, if they go that direction or, or Brady in here, you know, who they definitely would identify with or whoever.
0: And we'll get to the quarterbacks in a second because the, of the news that uh, or the report that uh, that Ian Rappaport just put out there. But this is the thing that not just the fans have been clamoring for, but like us as media, they have a star. It seems. They have a star who is representative of the Tennessee Titans on a national level. And you can argue how much that matters in terms of how much national media pays attention to you. But it does matter in terms of fan engagement. And I was looking for the term for what you would call this fan base right now. Yesterday, we were going over it in the media room. It's not, it's not resurgent because they're still too young at 20 years old. But uh, to, to snuff out a budding fan base by letting their their favorite son walk just because his demands might be a little too high. I thought John Robinson did a really good job positioning it um, because it's always about positioning when these guys are talking. If he says, well, we're going to do everything that we can to bring him back, it does goodwill with the fans, at least it's some public show of, okay, we're going to make an effort. I'm not going to leave it murky like with Ryan Tannehill who he was much less decisive on or uh, or clear on. But if Derrick Henry – if there is not a deal that comes to pass between the Titans and Derrick Henry, then it's very easy to spin it as, well, he just wanted too much. And look at this selfish athlete uh, who's going to go play for the Miami Dolphins for you know, whatever it is, a million, $100 million a year. Which is yeah, hard but-
2: to sell on him because it's not who he is, and that has been pretty well well demonstrated, but – yeah, but, I, I don't. I don't see it happening. Yeah.
1: Again, he'd have to have the freedom to go have those negati- negotiations at the very. Uh, to me, I think all three of us would agree the, the 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 only way I could see him getting that freedom is if they transition tagged him, where they let somebody else do the negotiating for him and and then and had the match. right to, to match or not match, and then they could sell that like, well, look at these numbers. They're they're ridiculous. I will say, on this face of the franchise thing, I was totally on the side of Chris Johnson getting his second deal when he got it for that very reason, and then we never saw really the same Chris Johnson after that.
2: And um, and, and was that – because here's another thing on this, too, when you talk about – That's good perspective. Intangible. It is, but, but – and I've heard, was that somewhat – to be blamed on Chris Johnson for not, you know, for for reacting not how you'd want to react to getting paid. Yeah, partially because see, I don't see that happen with Derek Henry. Like, don't you guys think that Derek Henry just like lift wa- lifts weights, just like like he brushes his teeth? He's you know a know football what I mean? like cyborg. Yeah,
0: and and people are like uh, Bleacher Report and the Checkdown are picking up these workout videos. Like, this isn't something that Derek Henry's been doing his entire career. They're just paying attention to him now. Yeah, uh, he. Like you said, Paul, earlier, this is not somebody who's going to be a poison pill in your locker room if you tag him. Now, maybe it's not his ideal situation, but I don't think that's going to affect his day-to-day effort at work. And you could say, well, what, what about the early part when David Fluellen was getting snaps over him? And he was clearly dealing with whatever it is that he was dealing with when DeMarco Murray... Was the lead guy, and and whatever kind of adversity that may put on a competition a holic who wants to get out on the field, Heisman Trophy winner, yada yada yada. Um, but it just makes the most sense from a financial perspective to go about it in terms of the tag. The extension still scares me, and I know he's special. I know he's special, and I don't. And and I value what what else he represents in terms of effort in the community and he does he goes I don't out care
1: about the community stuff one lick
0: i know i'm not
1: i mean i'm i that's great that he's good in the community but i'm, <laughs> not paying why I'm glad him. i'm not paying hate him, the I'm community not, i'm not paying him a big contract because he goes to the hospital to visit sick babies the next guy will go to the hospital and visit sick babies too you don't know that
2: well to to to, to, to follow up on this i mean that's what you're supposed to do right that's what these guys are supposed to be doing. A lot of them do. To me it's but there's well, a contractual you're the outlier element to, to it also. What's that?
1: There's a contractual element to it yeah. also. I mean, you have to go twice a year. Public
2: I agree with Paul on the front, you know, I, I I'd go high number front load and then after 2 years you make it so that it's it doesn't kill you to get out. I mean, that, you know, I mean how can you But plan he's Brandy got a, in two he's got to sign off on that. Sure. And, but but and that's the, what these the higher number, number is, would be the is, carrot for me though. Yeah. Like a high number. Like Big I'd go 15 you know, or uh, average or range, yeah. you know, to, to, So to you're talking about 30
1: him. guaranteed over two years. Or he's going to, you know, want more. more I mean, it's more, going
2: more. to take to me a catastrophic injury, which of course is always possible for Derrick Henry right now to not be pretty effective in the next two seasons of football. Beyond that, I don't think you can plan anything in this league anyway. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, hammers- Durability is a, a great thing about him, but what happens yes. to durable guys in their second contract is something not catastrophic, but something happens well, and you either- know that hamstring when it happens again, he starts missing games for it as he gets older it 's just the nature of the game
0: sure, but and this is the first time that he 's gotten a full season of workload, and then the hamstring pops up as it does, and they sit him against New Orleans because it's a game that doesn't really matter, and they don't have a guy that can make up for that production because Deion Lewis, who has blocked me on Twitter, uh, does not appreciate the fact that he's a sacrificial player. badge of honor. I I wear it on my chest, this badge of honor. Blocked by Deion Lewis, Deion Sanders, and Benjamin Albright. Your your boy. I'm well, blocked darn. by uh,
1: I'm blocked by Johnny Smith. Are you really? And Tajay Sharp. Tajay Sharp. We know. Yeah. you John, yeah. Johnny Smith. What'd I did a story is... about being blocked. Wait. What uh, is Deion Lewis?
0: I'm going to see if I can follow him. It's at Dion Lewis RB, I believe.
1: He puts the RB on there to remind you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm not doing that. How am I the one that's blocked? The anyway, they'll be in a market for a running back regardless of what happens with Derrick Henry. It just depends on how high they're willing to go. Now, a lot of these guys, outside of Jonathan Taylor, who doesn't seem to do well in terms of pass-catching ability, a lot of these guys can easily fill the void that is going to be left by Deion Lewis, who I would imagine would be a, a cap casualty. And if you go
1: high enough, they may fill the void that's left by Derrick Henry in a year or in two years, you would hope. Certainly. Maybe different stylistically, but you can get yourself used to that in some sort of part-time role here in the next year or two.
2: That's but but not I- happening. Right. What?
1: What do you mean it's not happening?
2: Well, it's not. Derrick Henry's going to be on the team next year.
1: No, right, but I'm saying maybe he's not on the team in two years mm-hmm. if, you, if you franchise him. So you get this guy, he's your third down guy this year, can be more than and you that get later. a sense of what he could be and how you could use him in two years.
0: And there's a lot of guys out there that would be able to do that, I think, based on all of the draft analysis that's out there on the running backs. I think, though, most of us came in with the presumption, came into this week with the presumption, that they would be focused at number 29 on defense, whether that be a corner or a pass rusher, because what they showed us against Kansas City in the last game that we saw them, as this team is currently composed, and now it's going to look a lot different, obviously, but they don't have enough when they need it to get opposing offenses off the field. But I think that offensive line is very, very much in play at 29. I think that Jack Conklin, or at least Nate Davis and whomever you put uh, next to him, I think that that's a legitimate hole that you can address at 29, and it feels like based on the conversations that are swirling around them right now, at least this week in Indianapolis, that they are they're taking a lot of official and or excuse me, a lot of formal meetings with offensive linemen. Yeah, they're this taking week.
1: meetings with everybody.'t don't, don't count into that. I mean, <clears throat> they're going to meet with 45 guys here, so a decent share of them will be offensive linemen. Sure, a decent share of them are going to be cornerbacks, a decent share of them are going to be running backs. You know,
0: what makes the they'll most they'll spread sense, that around. What makes the most sense though?
1: Well, look, if Conklin's gone and Logan Ryan's gone, then those are the two biggest holes in your starting lineup. So those are the two positions you need to fill the most. It's a deep draft at both positions. So, I think you got to look at what's left on the board at 29. If you haven't done something in free agency at either of those spots, I think maybe there's a cornerback out there. I don't know. I doubt there's a, an
2: offensive tackle. There's definitely pass rushers. There's not an offensive They're tackle. Definitely pass rushers.
0: Jack Conklin is at the top of his class by a long shot. DJ right. Humphrey's just got 15 million a year in, yeah. uh, in Arizona, and he's terrible. So, you've got
1: Kelly to bridge if you need a little bit of time, if you re sign him, which I think we'd probably all agree you should as the third tackle the same role he's been playing. Um, and then you find, you, you find a tackle in the first two or three rounds, and you find a cornerback in the first two or three rounds. Maybe he is a safety right now, but if, if you want still that Logan Ryan-ish type of play without the championship NFL uh, pedigree, um, that's a very important piece to this. It sounds very much like they want to be who they've been. So it seems to me like you're going to try to find pieces a lot like the pieces you're losing. You'd like the Jack Conklin guy to be a better pass blocker than Jack Conklin's been. You'd like the Logan Ryan guy to maybe have a little better, deeper, deep speed that he could turn and go with somebody. Uh, But you'd still like them to have the characteristics of the two guys that they'd be replacing, and those would become the two primary draft needs to me, along with the running back we're talking about replacing Deion Lewis.
2: So if you guys had to guess right now, are they gonna Are they gonna have Conklin back? Or are they gonna have Ryan back? I don't think neither. I don't think Conklin's neither.
1: worth the money. I I'm guessing neither. But if you have one back, it should uh, based on the economics of it. I would spend the Conklin money on the pass rusher you're talking about that's out there in free agency. And uh, I, look, I love Logan Ryan too, but he's not worth 13 a year right now. I say that, and then I start to bite my tongue. Well, God, that's one Super Bowls and brought to this team what he did. Yeah, the locker it's not room replaceable is- by, uh, by a draft pick. He's replaceable, though, maybe, by Butler, Vaccaro, Bayard together without their buddy.
0: So neither. Because uh, Conklin is – Neither like is said, what
1: the Patriots would do.
2: Sure, sure.
0: But they're not the Patriots. And, they and, pay and, the guys that leave the Patriots. They're honestly the anti-Patriots. Yeah,
2: well, they've got to move away from that. And what they do offensively is why Conklin's really interesting to me because – what they do, he's really well suited for that, and I think we really saw that in the second half of this year, especially as Nate Davis grew a little bit, and they were able to, you know, they were able to go either side and and be pretty dominant for stretches, running the ball. With Derrick Henry, Jack Conklin is again, he's not, he's not a perfect pass protector by he's any means. Wildly I think overrated got,
0: from what he did his rookie season. Yeah,
2: I think he got a lot better this year after last year. And you know, he got better probably, as the
1: season went along, like the yeah, whole line did, like the whole sure. team did.
2: But, I, you know, and, and again, the locker room value of these guys, you, like you said, Paul, they want to be what they've been. It's hard to go find those guys. You can find the cheaper guys with similar skill sets, but how much value do they put on what those guys are? In the locker room, they're, they'll have a strong locker room without them, too, because they have a lot of other guys they lean on for that. But I, I really think that, both of those guys are big parts of that. So how much, How much? you know, it's what number not, do you put on that? And day?
1: can you say, hey, we brought in Logan to do exactly what he did to bring us to where we are, and then what you do is is replace that guy, and instead of going from 10 to 13 from him, we go to two with the, you know, or 175 with the rookie or whatever that's going to wind up being – and you start to spend that money, I think we're all in favor of the reallocation of the resources to get Ngakwe if he somehow hits the market, or Judan if he's somehow not tagged, or whoever. There's a decent list right now. Unfortunately, a lot of them are going to disappear because they're going to get tagged.
0: I think, I think the Logan Ryan, I think they accomplished what they wanted with Logan Ryan, right? It's somebody who's going to start whatever you think of MMCNB as a phrase, there is a legitimate uh, group think that he had them as a unit, as a secondary, buying into. And so you show Kevin Bayard how that goes, and then Kevin Bayard takes that mantle. Now, maybe he's not the same kind of leader as Logan Ryan, but I think all of us in this room would agree from covering Kevin Bayard uh, since he's been here that he is capable of taking command of that secondary and and fulfilling that role. I think that I, I I thought Logan Ryan was probably their most valuable defensive player.
2: Well, that's the thing; you're not paying him year. unless he's unless you believe he can keep making plays. He makes a lot. He makes plays in a lot of different ways, other than downfield. He's right. not a guy you're gonna. I mean, when they when they were strapped and they played the Texans, you kind of saw how he got exposed. Tyree killed those matchups. Him.
1: Well, and you're down. You're, you know, he's he's then your top corner because your other two corners are down. You can't afford to blitz him because you're leaving Tremaine Brock and uh and ty smith there here's the other thing you know he's a great blitzer but do you need your slot corner to be a great blitzer as good a blitzer as logan ryan is if you finally have a dominant outside rusher that the other team has to plan for all the time who's putting regular pressure back there sure you still want to be a good blitzing team and everything but you could give that up a little bit if you're finally getting it from kind of its natural place which the titans haven't had since either of you guys have been Following this team, right?
2: But he's also a great tackler and and just a smart. He's a great football player. Yeah, he is. He's a he's a hell of a football player.
0: Agreed. And I think that they are in a position where they can now. They have now other great football players that can do, if not as much as Logan Ryan, something similar to it. I just the the price tag for corners right now. Marcus Peters honestly did them a disservice by taking uh, a deal. To stay in Baltimore, I think he could have got a lot, mo- a lot more money if he, uh, if he had wanted to. And I think that thirteen million dollars, based on where you're sitting and how many other guys, because we're also talking about LaShawn Sims, who's an unrestricted free agent. And whatever you think of him as a player, you can find another LaShawn Sims.
1: It's interesting you mentioned LaShawn Sims because I read this missive from uh, rex road
0: oh my god the it way you just a, licked eight, your finger eight, as you were going was, through your legal was, pad was eight, so old oh oh it was
1: eight million words i contributed to it in some small form uh, but i had you guys two, both
2: contributed to it i had at two, the athletic.com
1: i had two huge objections to it.
0: oh oh yeah um, I went only through that.
1: two and he called well only
0: two you must not have read I, the whole thing if i thing. gave it well, I, <laughs> yeah you skimmed it i
1: read it while i did a radio show um uh, he he said, LaShawn Sims is an excellent fourth corner, which was fascinating to me because he was the sixth corner at the end of the season who couldn't <laughs> couldn't get ahead of Ty Smith or Tremaine Brock. It's an at, excellent. Now fourth now corner. this
2: is the in the duration of his tenure with the Titans. I didn't say last year. Last you know, year he fell off. Now
0: Joe's prisoner of the moment guy, right? He gets the, he, the the highlight of him picking off Tom Savage in the end zone and Clowney jawing at him, Lashawn Sims, the greatest moment in the history of Lashawn Sims. Joe Rex Road clearly. Tom Sanders. Biased. Uh, well, biased. Also,
1: so, what did you say? It's, it's over the course of their whole time, not just. Yeah, LaShawn like Sims recent.
2: was a pretty darn good fourth corner for a while. For, for a team. fifth and round he came for, a while, for a
1: while. He's dropped off the face of the earth. The okay, other thing you the had was the, uh, the two undrafteds <laughs> this year were uh, Roberson, who was good, and Isaiah Mack, who fell so far down that Corey Ivey, who was bad. Was playing ahead of him.
0: I don't even think that's Ivy's first name. To, to me, if you get an, if <laughs> that's get, not
1: Coy. What is it? Joey. Ivy. Joey. Yeah. yeah whatever. Like, so fine. a guy whose first name I don't even know was playing well ahead of Isaiah Mack, who was judged to be lazy. I think I that's more
0: an indictment of you. <laughs> the
1: For bottom, not knowing the Joe, players. Joe on the rated roster. it as good.
0: UFA,
2: Ooh. undrafted free agent. If you get, if you sign with those guys, you know, whatever May tenth or whatever it is. And he UFA's plays any kind of snaps for you in the regular season. You've done that's a good that's a good pickup.
1: Well, here, here's my thing: don't have a roster good enough that doesn't have room for guys of this quality. Um, well, and they've the, had a lot of thing bads thing is, in the D, on the D yeah. line front. I mean, and the other thing, yeah, a you, good you, you I you, forgot, you, you, like, you Sylvester raised,
0: Williams is one I will yeah, remember no, for no, a long time. Terrible. They've been Benny, ba- Logan, Benny Logan, David thing. King, too much
1: money there. The uh, the other thing is, and we, and we talked about them being anti-patriots. This is my big thing on these undrafteds. You have to get Malcolm Butler on the first contract, not on the second contract. Right. You have to get who's the other uh, Adam Humphreys. You have to get Adam Humphreys when he's a tryout player. Not when he's a $10 million a year player. Th- well, these are the, John did they, just they did need the a first while. four years of these, not the last. You need Sharif Finch to pan out instead of turning into nothing. They need to do better at getting those guys on the zero value end of the scale, not on the second contract where you're paying them significant money when the Patriots and the Bucks are saying, yeah, they were great for us, but not at that
2: price. Right. You have to draft well, which I think all but 2017 under John Robinson they have. Yeah, Point this man. last draft was fantastic.
0: Well, and now you find out how much, how, just how much better or how close to the rest of his colleagues John Robinson is, right? Because what you're talking about is they've been able – because they've been so bad for the years prior, they have the cap flexibility because they haven't had anybody to pay. So you can patch holes with these high-priced free agents who you know can do things like somebody's getting ready to do in all likelihood – with Jack Conklin, you're a bad team. You need a foundational piece. You're willing to overpay for the talent. And now you find yourself in the midst of a lot of expensive contracts, a quarterback likely among them, I would imagine, whether it's actually Tom Brady or actually Ryan Tannehill. I mean, we whatever. haven't gotten to that yet, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, we'll get, go, well, go. We'll get to that here in a second. I'm We're just saying now we are going to – yeah, you can't distract me. I'm, bare, I'm just a squirrel, millennial, you know? Like, no, notes no, it's either. Are you even a millennial? <laughs> I'm like right at the. You're like
2: submillennial. Generation What's that newborn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whatever you two are going to die for me. Generation Z. Regardless, now we find out how much better if John Robinson is actually better than the rest of his colleagues because anybody can pay players that have a proven record to come in and fix it. He is in – and he knocked the draft out of the park last year.
1: And don't pretend he hasn't done that. He's,
0: he's – uh, Oh, no, I'm not He's paid a ton of his own players. I'm not diminishing – well, he, he's
1: done very well at doing that well before they get to free agency right. and he has any competition. For
0: I'm him. not trying to diminish what John Robinson has done. I'm just saying now we find out a different level because now well, it's, it's a whole about new, whole new sustainability yeah. rather than trying to get there. Because they got, you know, they're trying to get to another step. Right, and
1: this is the other thing: nobody's getting to March sixteenth or or March eighteenth or a different date if they push it a couple days. That he hasn't decided on, and and nobody's reached free agency on this team. I don't believe under John Robinson that they haven't decided on. Avery Williamson's the biggest name that's reached free agency here. They decided on Avery Williamson that they were moving on. They they knew that the Jets or whoever, were swooping in and paying Avery Williamson a number that was way beyond what they were willing to pay Avery Williamson. I look back, I was thinking, well, you know, they got Vaccaro right after free agency started. They finished Daquan Jones. Jones. Daquan Jones was the morning of free agency. Vaccaro was two days before free agency. They've got a decision made. There's not like a scenario here to me where Logan Ryan gets to March 20th and the Titans are in it. They've decided on Logan Ryan if he gets to – the 18th is gone. Bruno. Conklin for sure, absolutely sure, if he gets there, and he's getting there, the Jets or the Dolphins or
0: another the team. The Browns, it, because their tackle just got arrested with 157 pounds. <laughs> pa- more, a Khalif Raymond worth of marijuana at the border. Yeah, are paying Ooh, him
1: like it. $17 million a year. And by the way, he's going to go there and a good player, like Joe outlined him very well. The Jets are going to be a bad enough team that Darnold's going to need to throw 35 times in several games. Conklin's not going to look great in pass protection in those games. He's going to get destroyed by the New York tabloids and his psyche's going to get hurt probably by that. And it's going to turn out to be a quote unquote bust in a lot of people's eyes, which probably won't be fair, but that's kind of how the system works. And he's going to go from being an all pro uh, who had a very good year this last year as part of a very good system and offense and everything to a disastrous free agent signing somewhere because they throw more than he's accustomed to being part of. It's got Nick Solder written all for. over it. I think it'll be worse than that. Probably. See,
0: the thing about
2: Conklin is, you know, Conklin is a guy, I believe, I don't know, but I believe he, he he's an actually a hometown discount guy. He'd be you know?
1: better if he stayed.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, and I think he gets that. You know, I mean, I think I think he likes it in Nashville. He's raising his daughter in Nashville. I mean, look, sometimes you just have to you have to do it. You have to go. And of course, we know who his agent is, um, right. which is just an incredible pairing of Conklin and Drew Rosenhaus. But like, if there was a guy, Phil Casey,
0: stand up guy, also represented by Drew Rosenhaus. <laughs> hey, it's not a.
2: Ba- I mean, it's a good play by Conklin. You know, be a dick for me. You know, I mean, sure. hey, I mean, but um, if if any of these guys would be, you know, prone to taking less. To have this same, to have the consistency and all that, I think Conklin would absolutely be a guy like a that. A
1: beneficiary, for yeah. sure. But you take Won't less, have.
0: and it's still way too much. You know, you take less, and DJ Humphreys is probably less. DJ Humphreys, $15 million a year for an Arizona offensive line that was re- the reason Josh Rosen looked terrible. And whatever issues you may have with the talent that Josh Rosen may or may not be, this is just the market for a tackle at the top of his tackle free agent class.
2: It's the NFL today. Plus
1: now, you know, uh, Hutton on on Midday 180 has been talking a lot about he thinks people should or will take shorter-term deals now waiting for the TV money to come in. I'm arguing the other side of that where you just negotiate expecting it. Hey, my second-year number should be X. We know what the TV deals are roughly going to look like. Right. What you're offering me second year isn't reflecting that. It's got to be 20% more, whatever percent more. I don't have the numbers, but I'm sure the agent's going to have the chart with the big, Hmm. uh, you know, almost vertical line reflecting what those TV contracts are going to look like and the billions that are coming in and what next year's projected cap is going to look like.
0: Uh, we, well, we're we going to talk about the quarterbacks. I've just noticed, though, Paul Kaharski's NFL credential that nobody can see because this is an audio medium. Your smile on that is tremendous. That's a terrible picture. Let's I don't see. even
1: know where that came from. Look at the size of my forehead. Look at this. Oh he, wow! It's a very tightly cropped photo. It's, a, it's terrible.
0: That's a big, beautiful smile. It's tremendous. Yeah. It's as happy as I've ever seen you, Chief. I don't I
1: mean, smile like, like that. Like
2: a carnival clown without the makeup. Oh, yeah. From yeah.
0: here, really, his kinda, eyes look I'd,
1: glazed over, so it could, looks a little demented. You throw some makeup on that I could be the joker
2: <laughs> that is like a jokerish smile you know I do that fake Tweet laugh that
1: I do that fake laugh to get my smile
2: because
0: like, uh,
1: like, <laughs> I smile with my mouth open I decided a long time ago I, you guys didn't know me when I went through the transition I used to never smile
0: when I went through the transition <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> not that transition chief I uh chief i chief. I never smile. In any pictures or anything?
0: No, I've seen the pictures and, that are posted of you all.
1: Right. And everybody always was like, you know, why doesn't that guy smile? He looks so miserable. What a jerk. And I was like, I'll take that instead of like, look at the goofy guy with the smile. What's he so happy about? What, what's so funny? All of that. But then I think my mom probably said something or whatever. Like, Are you like
2: 11 when this is all happening? Turned over a new leaf? Well, this is four or five
1: years ago. And so then I decided I was going to smile. But my best smile is kind of with my mouth open. And so I started doing it. But it does not translate into a credential. <laughs> End of story.
2: Well, I'm glad you're smiling now, Paul. Thanks.
1: Let me see your picture on there, big boy. I didn't, I he know, he
2: left it in I mean, the. He yeah. left it
0: in the other yeah. courtyard. Yeah. In the other courtyard, it's a picture
2: of his foot, his <laughs> <With> the... <laughs> swollen foot.
0: <laughs> it's
2: in the, the classic credential. courtyard.
0: The yeah, yes, I should.
2: let the... put the, the gout redness as my photo. <laughs> well,
0: since you on the midday 180 have shaved my head, I look like I belong on a on an FBI's. Uh, most yeah, are you flying
1: anywhere court. soon?
0: No, but I always get <laughs> randomly selected for special screens. Now you're I do. definitely getting yeah. special
1: special screenings. Special special. So, so, so you there's... better show up early.
0: <laughs> Your credential photo is shaved head photo? Oh, you yeah. just had to take it. Oh wow. yeah. Oh yeah. I Late immortalized. <laughs> uh, they've who, got
1: cameras on you, Chief.
0: Oh yeah. Listen listen, they've been flagged they've been flagging me for a long time. Uh Ryan Tannehill. Hashtag transition. Ryan Tannehill, uh, it is being reported by Ian Rappaport. The Titans are endeavoring to get a, an extension done before the franchise tag window closes on March the twelfth. Now this is been, uh, at this point, it has been known by all of us on the ground and certainly from a couple of reports uh, during the course of the regular season that they would prefer to extend Ryan Tannehill. And then things got kind of muddied because he switched agents, and now we find ourselves back in a place where there are reports about them seeking an extension with Tannehill. The Brady thing, real or overblown, which it likely is, but it's a lot of fun to talk about. Complicates this, but if they are going to pay Ryan Tannehill twice as much as they're going to pay Derek Henry, because that's just the market for a quarterback, what does that deal need to look like? How long is it, and is it the right move? Tannehill versus potentially Tom Brady. All
2: right. Well, first of all, I want to ask you guys about about the comments because I'm just interested in both your takes on. And whether you make anything at all of, of you know the the, the Robinson because I heard Robinson on your show and he was kind of like I, I did you know I that's I, your I,
1: interpretation was... he said yeah when I, when I when I said wow you were a lot uh...
2: yeah I mean he's seen, you know at least he expressed oh yeah. yeah he said that's your interpretation but are we are we are we reading anything no he was this? definitely
1: uh, you know. Hotter on the Derrick Henry stuff than on Tannehill stuff, and then uh, coming away from the podium with him saying both those things and then quickly transcribing them, which were quite a contrast. I thought, eh. you know, I tweeted it out and I said, "Look, it 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 looks and sounds pretty dramatic. Doesn't have to mean a ton, you know. It's not it's not life and death here. It's not the final verdict, but it's notable." Then Vrabel's thing I thought echoed it pretty hard. And then to me it seemed like company something. Company, company line. Company line. Company decision on the tone. Um and I took you know, largely the same tact you did that the, the door opening for Brady there was pretty wide.
2: It's just a different situation. Why not use
0: Brady publicly? Right?
1: To, to negotiate?
0: Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, look. Because if you get caught with your pants down and you've pissed off Ryan Tannehill, who's well. done such good work for you, and maybe that doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things because this is how the NFL, the business of the NFL free agency goes, um, I just think that publicly, if if the flirting is real, which it would seem to be, whomever is putting that out into the, the news. That's
1: definitely coming from Brady.
0: Well, it should. It benefits Brady yeah. the most. Um, and I can, I mean, look. Why
2: wouldn't Brady, if he's truly looking around, at, what does he want to do? He wants to get to another Super Bowl. Yeah. Why would he not be attracted to this team and that coach?
0: Well, and that's why. That's why the comments rang so true for me, because regardless of what happens with the uh, with uh, with the quarterback situation, Tom Brady can't come here without Derrick Henry. Like that has to be a part of the deal. So him saying that being. More, more loud about we are trying to bring Derrick Henry back here. I think plays both to the fan base and potentially, if you want to leave the door open for Brady, if you're talking about, yeah, we're trying to get Derrick Henry back here. Tannehill, uh, we'll see how these things go. And I'm paraphrasing, obviously, that's not how he put it. He was, he was, but it was much well, it less. Kind of how
2: he put it. But if you're Tannehill. You uh, like I don't think anything they said should have pissed off Tannehill. Right? No, I mean, not at this. Stage. Don't need to like. They don't need to just baby
0: him. Uh, yeah, and no, but the longer this thing goes, I mean, yeah,
2: right. But if you're Tannehill, also you have to be realistic. And I don't think what we saw was smoke and mirrors. I mean, at some point you're like, okay, looks like that's who he is. But you also, if you're him, you have to say, okay, where did I have my most success by far in my career? You know, How, why was that? Is it just because I was great, or is it because? I fit with this and this and this. This OC coordinator
1: running back coach yeah, so, I mean, market you know, system.
2: So he should he should be motivated to want to be back here too. And frankly if if there's hey, Tom Brady's interested in that, I mean, does that influence the way he views these negotiations? I don't know. Maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe there's just a number that but I mean to me, it, it doesn't hurt the Titans to have that out there. Because I still believe that they want Tannehill back here and that Tannehill will be back here.
1: Got to have one of the two, absolutely, and can't be caught in a situation where there's any circumstance where they come out without one of the two. And I don't think there's a danger of that, but it can't be be a danger of that where – uh, March 18th comes. You ha- you don't have the deal done with Tannehill. You want to flirt with Brady. The f- if you're going to flirt with Brady, it's got to happen in those – it's got to officially happen in those two days. I'm sure there's back-channeling right. already done. But this is I where you really I think they are Kilroy's right now with fake mustache. You yeah, know. you really have to trust the Robinson, Vrabel, uh, doing the back-channeling and knowing exactly what they're doing, exactly what they want, or you know would be happy with A or B under these circ- – a, with this subset of circumstances, B, with this subset of circumstances, and we're going to come out with one of those two and we're going to win either way. Um, and so I, I think that's fully what they're working on or have set up already and are sure they're going to come out with one or the other. Uh, you know, If it came to a third scenario, I think Nashville would explode because mm-hmm. I don't know what that third scenario
0: would That's the thing, would, that the unknown is the worst possible scenario. Uh, for all of those things, and I, you know, the, the more because I try, obviously Brady would be good for business. Like uh, transparently, Brady oh, would be good for the. Oh, business we would have us. a blast. With we it. would have a great time, yes. and it would be it would be out of control. It would be a circus, and we would probably get tired of it. Uh, when Brady looked forty three years old at some point over the course of a six and ten season or whatever would happen. <laughs> um,
1: Here's something I wrote today. I'm curious what you guys think about this
0: at com. Thank you at uh, a,
1: a Brady idea. Right, if they did this, Robinson and Vrabel did this, uh, you know. So the hope would be Brady would deliver them to the promised land. Right, and they win a Super Bowl, and then and then Robinson and Vrabel's legacies are secure. Right, they're in the Ring of Honor, they've got the jobs for a, a long time. Uh, you know, they can drive in the HOV lane without a passenger. Uh, all of that, <laughs> and if it doesn't work, in terms of the people that are important. They almost get a pass for the two year thing because they would this, as long as they did everything they could to surround him smartly, to put him in a good scheme and a system and all of that stuff, could say. And we went for it with the best quarterback of all time. Like Swing He was miss. old, but but we went for it. Is Amy gonna be mad at them for that? If if it if, if Brady's just not good? Well, not I'm like gonna say them. the butts and seats. If, would, they, if they sell tickets and merch that. and all of that and the football's not as good as you expected it to be because they went for it, I think you almost get uh, a two-year maya culpa. Does it hurt them con- contractually with her? Does it hurt them financially with her? Does it hurt their reputations? I, even, even fan-wise, if they pulled that out and said, hey, and Vrabel would do this in a second, I think, look, you really going to clobber us over getting the greatest quarterback of all time and thinking with a team that just went to the AFC Championship game with two stabs at at winning a Super Bowl that we were going to come out ahead, are they going to get knocked over the head by anybody that really matters? I think you get a Super Bowl or you get a two-year kind of pause on judgment to a
2: degree. To a degree, but it also depends on what Tannehill does wherever he goes, right? Right. So if Tannehill goes somewhere and keeps playing like this, I think I, you got you you to be, be careful judging anything else on social media. But I mean, I hear from a lot of Titans fans are like, are you kidding me? It's got to be Tannehill. And I'm on, I'm on that amount. side.
1: I'm on that side as unbelievable in our radio show in one day that we talked about this. I think it was Monday. And you know how loyal our market became to Marcus Mario to a ridiculous degree an inability to let go even to backup status as bad as those six games were. And on Monday when we had this conversation where a lot of people were, uh, you know, including my two co-hosts were like, it's Tom Brady. If you can do it, you've got to do it. And the 80% of phone callers who didn't just call in and say, I'm, I'm, I think they should stick with Tannehill the way I said it, but talked about Tannehill the way they had talked about Mariota before. Like (laughs) our market has a incumbent fetish.
2: <laughs> that's interesting.
1: So it's I, like, I, I couldn't believe it. I said after like... two hours, I was like, "Whoever the starting quarterback is, they're in."
0: It's it's like a work. The opposite of most NFL cities. Yeah, like, know, the, the most popular of guy. Oh well, well, yeah, he well, was well, terrific. I well, mean, you can't, and God forbid we get political, but an incumbent is much harder to remove from office. Seat? Yeah, that's uh, just the betting odds. No, I, I mean, couldn't
1: believe it though in that in that, in that short well, span, ten it, games and and. Three playoff games where frankly he didn't do a lot. He wasn't asked to do a lot, but he didn't do a lot. No, that's because co- passionate embrace where they will be holding on to his leg if he walks out of town. But Our that's why Ryan. I feel so
0: dirty doing it, because I am so grateful to Ryan Tannehill for what he did to my football viewing experience. Because at, we've talked, we have all talked about this, and Denver is long, long in the past. But Denver is as bad a football game as I've ever watched, and Ryan Tannehill got me to almost 30 points a game on a regular basis and a, an enjoyable product on the field, which is what people have been begging for.
1: Passing offense that I've asked for for the entire existence of this franchise in this city. 1,000%. Indianapolis, in Nashville.
0: But I do, I, and I think, I think your point about Brady, Paul, that they get a little bit of a pass if they swing and miss on the greatest of all time. I do think it matters also, and this is a little, you know, this is purely speculatory on my part because we don't have any clarity on it. And until we have clarity on who's calling the plays defensively, I think that Mike, if Mike Vrabel, if he's looking for somebody to handle the offense while he's trying to transition somebody, whether it be on the staff or elsewhere, Jim Haslett, who they hired to be the inside linebackers coach to replace uh, Tyrone McKenzie, I think that you can trust Brady. In that way, Joe needs another beer as he gets up. Makes his way across poles. Holding the mic as I walk across the room. Well very done. Good. Perhaps Hasn't we'll hear it. Has
1: toppled anything?
0: Not. Nothing. It's very... Open
1: it right next to the mic. I'm fine.
0: Very graceful uh, for someone with gout. No, I would take another one. Very graceful for someone so, with gout. Did you gout. like that one? I did like that one.
1: You should open a gout ballet.
0: <laughs>
2: a gout ballet? Yeah. I'm listening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you'd, you'd be the headliner. Yeah. Uh, but I do, think, I do think the idea of allowing Brady to work with Arthur. If that was going, it would not be an equal partnership, but I do think that does have a little, I I, th- I do think that carries some weight. Like I do think that helps Mike. If he is going to, as, as has been out there, if he is expected to handle calling the plays on defense, I think that allows him a little more flexibility to do so. If he trusts the guy that's over there calling the offense.
2: So it sounds like you and I, Paul are in the same boat. So just if it's, if you could strip everything away, and it was just door A, door B, and it's like, here, take your choice. Next two years, who, who are you choosing, if you are the Titans, if you're John Robinson, to be the quarterback of the Tennessee Titans? And
0: I'm trying to win football
2: games? Yeah, you're trying, that's, yeah. we're not worried about all the other stuff. Yeah, I'm Just,
1: just
0: what's to win your best game. chance
1: of winning? Tickets, jerseys, none of that.
0: Tannehill. Tannehill. Tannehill yeah, so we is, all agree on this. Tannehill. Well, it, it, because it makes the most sense. We just saw them do it. And I understand that things are going to change, and it's going to be like, like they said at the podium, right? It's going to be a much different team, the 2019 Titans versus the 2020 Titans. That's just based on where they are in terms of roster construction. But even if he regresses, which he's probably going to regress, like he was, uh, un- he was one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best quarterbacks by, uh, or quarterback by advanced metrics in the sport last year, even if he takes a little bit of a dip, he was still a full yard per attempt more than the next closest guy, which was Matt Stafford.
1: If he regresses 15% on yards per attempt, he throws for 8.1 yards per attempt, which is still a very big number.
0: Brady was six six, by the way. Yeah. On many more attempts. This is, and, and, yeah, people know.
1: are saying the 4,000 yards, he threw for 4,000 yards. You've got to look at how many times he threw to get the 4,000 yards. And, and I mean, if is. you act extrapolate Tanehill's thing, he would have thrown for like 5,700 yards.
2: What was it? Wait, let me quit, quote Vrabel yesterday. Seven seven a play. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, he was seven, giving, seven it, he was giving it
1: to Buck's boy, oh, pointing at Buck Re- boy. Terry McCormick. Buck Racing's boy.
0: Buck Racing's boy. boy. No, Ben Albright was not at the press. What conference.
2: was up with that lashing out at at Terry McCormick? Okay, boy, so I missed it. I wasn't
0: there. People don't, don't know this because they didn't. This was the rare. This, well, because you weren't there, they didn't have it on Periscope, right? They weren't there to st- to use us for co- free content, so they didn't live stream. The press conference. Why didn't
1: they live stream
0: it? Uh, they, they don't typically live stream the combine. Um, and I don't know why. Regardless, uh, Vrabel was not here for Terry McCormick yesterday <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. I heard about it secondhand. Not so to you get into media could... gossip, but Rex Road, because I asked a dumb question. Yeah, you, asked, you totally didn't
2: understand Vrabel. You asked a dumb question, and he's like, well, Buck. He like patted your head. And he, he was right now. It's not really tempo, Buck. And then McCormick you know asked a
0: totally legitimate question. It it's, was totally about they need a speed receiver. You know why? Because Vrabel, uh, Saturday night at the Preds game, met my girlfriend, and she said, you're much nicer than you seem in the videos. And so, Mike, in, in an effort to be nicer to me on video, was probably, "Oh no, it's okay. You're a little, little hungover. So you is probably your girlfriend. didn't hear me. Uh, yeah, she. we were in the Lexus Lounge, and we saw Mike. Uh were in the Lexus was, Of course
2: lounge. you were in the Lexus Lounge.
0: Shouts to Gary Ashton. No free uh, shout-outs. Okay.
2: <laughs>
1: shout out to Gary Ashton. But uh, uh, So you pu- put a few
0: back with Vrabes something. in? No, I did not put – I was, I was uh, quite a few in. I did not see uh, the coach of the Titans with a beverage in his hand, nor would I fault him for drinking at a Preds game. Um, but I had better seats than he did, which made oh. me very happy.
2: Okay, so this all comes to – this comes to Vrabel coddling you – and then we go to McCormick. Yeah, young buck is Totally innocent called. question about a speed receiver which they need gets buried. And just tr- <laughs> And just then he got buried a second time I heard. He got ba- you got buried yeah. in sidebar. Well that one he kind of more the deserved. Sideboard.
1: Yeah, he deserved that one.
2: Well, I mean he said they don't have a backup QD on the ras- QB on the roster. QB on the roster and you know, Vrabel's like Logan Woodside. Very no. excited about Logan Woodside. He walked right. You know into, so much about our offense.
0: It's just, and, and I heard he
2: brought back the
1: seven point seven like a second time.
0: Terry's a very nice man, but it was a moment that was clearly lacking in self awareness. Seven point seven. You could tell by the way that he spat seven point seven at Terry that you were going to walk over there and ask about not having a quarterback under contract on the roster and he was going to come back at you. Well, since you – this is how he put it. Since you clearly know so much That's about our offense.
1: So do we think that he picked somebody to be pissed off at for the day or do we think there was something that lingered for four weeks? What, like, what, last what, last what would Chair McCormick
2: – what would he have done? I don't like, know. Something don't
1: know. On cl- at the last press conference, the clean-out day press conference. I don't Does remember yeah, or like, something uh, that he wrote that was in the clip
0: as, as petty as the three of us are, maybe Rex wrote less than you and I, uh, I think, I, I think probably I'm pretty I, petty. I feel, <laughs> I feel we would remember if Terry, <laughs> that we were
1: like, more scoring ourselves high on the pettiness scale, more than scoring you low on the pettiness scale. Yeah,
2: I, That's I true. Like, it's like, just as Super advanced expert level and like just like right. excellent. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, just excellent. as you're at a
0: lower level courtyard, you are also <laughs> on a lower level of. Pedic.
2: I do have a higher level of uh, uric acid. Is that what it is that causes <laughs> yeah. gout? Oh,
0: some kind of acid. And there. let's
1: let it be said to uh, is, is it Gary that's sponsoring you here in town.
0: Uh no, this is Tennessee Tickets. Shout to Tennessee Tickets. Promo code AZ10. No hidden fees. I Tennessee am uh,
1: I'm sponsored by Tennessee Tickets as well and Ooh. let me say to the fellows at Tennessee Tickets that Buck did not choose a modest courtyard like all of us. He chose a uh, full service very fancy hotel. What do you have? And he could What's have this? served you guys much better by not going crazy like that. Come on uh, Buck, give it up.
0: I love the Koharski. You're the J Dub?
1: Derek, Derek and Dan.
0: Doug just took me out on the podcast sponsored by. my... Yeah, this is so petty. Yeah, you This is extra level pettiness. <laughs> yeah, I'm at the Weston. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Look, nice, uh, Derek. Derek, good. I'll I'm show there. you
1: my hotel bill if he'll show you his. Uh, <laughs>
0: release the tax returns. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, um, so I had I just—I don't know how much longer we're going, but we can I, go as long as we want. I, I, yeah, I just—I had a good shot. I wanted to get in at Rex Road at some time. Okay, so I was let's looking, go looking for a shot.
0: Oh, looking for—I'm looking window? for a room. Get it? In. Oh, you've like just a, taken me out. So now there's <laughs> now's so, a, now a good now time. This I'm podcast has sights. just ended based on my hotel bill.
1: Well, I'm just wondering what you're going to do with your 10 to $12 an hour that you're making on your second job right now. Like, what are you saving up for?
2: Uh, <laughs> I'm not, I, like, I'm I not hear even, the games. <laughs> <a Christmas laughs> club. <laughs> I'm not responding to this. Isn't I'm not your... responding to something that is based on a fake.
1: It wasn't tweet. fake. It wasn't fake. That company, it, it was an error, perhaps, but it was not fake. Okay, You've well, got a different My understanding is it was fake. Yeah, that's, a, that's a wrong. You have wasn't fake. That company, whatever it was, Hammond Media, or whatever, owns the company that you're currently apparently doing morning radio yeah, don't, for. Don't get me into I your radio. I can't get it because of the static. Get your radio feud
2: <laughs> crap out of my face. You, you know, you go on your show and trash whoever you want. I'm not even. I'm not doing it, man. I'm not doing it. That's beautiful. Look.
0: Because he's getting the 10 to $12. 10 dollars to 12
1: an hour. Yeah. If he making if he was making more like 15 uh, or 20. He'd he, be staying at this courtyard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he he would have made it over to this courtyard. And if he's making 25, he'd be over at the
0: western Yeah, that, listen, A to Z Sports shouts to the boys. I'm standing mute. <laughs> this has been a tremendous podcast.
1: Gout. Mute gout. Mute gout. It sounds like a hard way
0: to go through life. <laughs> and it's it will it's be like a, much, a
1: metal band.
0: It'll be much mute. harder to walk through the snow as a mute gout. Uh, as we send you back to your uh, abandoned. See, I told courtyard. you
1: I needed a better spot to fit that in. It couldn't. It, it could.
0: It needed to so come organically
1: this. or authentically. I we couldn't just. We had plenty of ambush. time to
0: plan it because you delayed the podcast to full. We hour. had an
1: hour to discuss
0: this. In the five hundred <laughs> feet that it took to walk you to walk here. I could
1: have reread your seven thousand word <laughs> article.
0: Yeah, it's fifty-five hundred words. Not that bad. At
2: theathletic.com. backslash At Nashville. Nashville. Backslash, backslash
1: Nashville. Backslash Nashville. A fine trio of writers over there. At it's Joe a good Rex spot Road. to go right after you or at paulkaharski.com.
0: There you go. Uh, Paul Kaharski, midday 180, 10 to 2 on 104.5 The Zone, com. He has just written a piece about Tom. It's it's out about Brady and yeah. uh, and the logic behind it at yes. com. Or excuse me. Uh, I
1: look forward to my fine transcript. Who is this I'm transcribing? I still don't know Yukon
0: guy's name. Uh, tackle Matt. <laughs> pert or Piert?
1: i think it's pronounced Piert. Well, you haven't Peert. done this yet
2: <laughs> i'm
0: very, oh I'm very God. slow they're gonna be i'm a pissed third off. into it yeah
1: everybody's waiting on waiting that you breath on matt so somebody get this somebody thought that i kind of had like insight that the titans were into this guy i should have let him believe it an old friend of mine he's like so the titans uh are in the tackle market and i said oh yeah they're in the tackle market and they said you think they're in the into this guy and i go no, I drew <laughs> I drew them randomly in the transcription. No. <laughs> Otherwise, this guy would have mocked him to the Titans in the second round.
0: Tom Brady write ups and Matt Pert or Piert uh, transcription available at paulkaharski.com. Joe com. should I post that? Yes, you I'll should. I'll just post the, yeah, transcript. Do the whole thing and maybe a wealth of clicks. You better make that. You know what? Free. It'll
1: get more clicks than a John Glennon podcast. I mean.
0: <laughs> oh. we should take a shot at Johnny on the way out the door. So we, we got what well, we
1: him. got one in the beginning, in the middle, and at the end. Well, I enjoyed.
0: Uh, that. Was that the one with Paul? No, that one got that a lot. one lot of. Good. When we got Glennon to say f- on the podcast, he uh, he had a great time and he wanted to come back. So, he so we did it with who? Back. Was it just him? You got to, you know. no, never no. just
1: him. You always got to supplement Glenn it, Glenn. It,
0: there was supplementation needed. She'll
1: uh, she'll remain unnamed.
0: Like Taylor, with La- who? If, if we're taking shots, <laughs> we're taking like shots Kayla at Luan, people. Take like shots Taylor at everybody. Luan, the supplementation is unregulated. <laughs> so then, uh, Kayla Anderson, gracious enough to give us her time. And she's an
1: innocent victim here I innocent like. victim yeah. dragged in all of down this. by the anchor of Johnny
0: <laughs> and so because Glennon now gets uh podcast envy when I ask people around him to do the pod, even though Johnny has now appeared on three podcasts
1: monotone Johnny
0: brought him on in, monotone Johnny uh, with his legal pad that he was reading off of the entire time, God love him. And it resulted to, uh, uh, in no way, shape, or form, uh, fault of Kayla Anderson in the lowest downloaded six one five sessions in the history of the sixty Do you know that I once told... been that you suck that day? Do you I know that, that, that
1: I day. once told <laughs> Buck that Johnny was sixty two and he didn't skip a beat and he thought that Johnny was sixty two?
0: Do you see the way that he fumbles around technology? Of course, I think he's sixty two. Does he currently
1: have access to his email or no? <laughs>
2: I don't know. There's a. <laughs> there, I, that's a good question. There are a few things that he's actually better than me on technologically, so I've got to wow, be careful there too. Wow, that's quite. A,
1: is yeah. is good?
2: Yeah, oh yeah. Ving, oh How yeah. did you just pronounce v- his name? <laughs> yeah, Vignan. I, I
1: botched it. Vingen. <laughs> I botched it. it. Vingen.
2: Yes, Vingen is very good with technology and Simpson's gifts. So, yeah, he's he's kind of our Simpson's staff. Gifts. Uh, yeah, he's our staff tech guy
0: clearly uh everybody's
1: going over to his house he's he and his wife are very excited i'm sure when johnny knocks on the door
0: just because he happens to be under the age of 55 uh clearly because paul is mispronouncing names there has been too much sun king drank on this podcast one
1: beer killed me
0: so we're gonna get out of here at joe rex road of the athletic john Glenn and adam Vingan for all of the great work david ubbin and uh and now mitch light overseeing all of you hooligans at theathletic.com for all of their fine work about all of your local sports teams. Paul Kaharski, Midday 180, 10 to 2, 104.5 The Zone, and paulkaharski.com. Thanks, boys.
1: Don't block. back no.